This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. That's right. This is just what you need. I'm John Solberg, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. And I'm here to let you know that this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred Wivara 9 Plus briskets. And as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they are shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use The Butcher Shop win, and they win often. So you're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer cuts? Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of their cul-de-sacs. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, always hand-picked for you. Now you might be saying, John, all that sounds great, but I'd really want to try something exotic. Well, rest easy knowing The Butcher Shop will get you your next elk steak, or camel roast, and they're going to ship that out promptly. Yeah, get yourself some camel. So let's review the best briskets for competition. Check. The best pork selection. Check. Giving you better overall options to cook at home. Check. So give the butcher shop a call today. 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Make sure you mention the Barbecue Central Show, and you're going to save 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus briskets. And here's what's going on in today's show from August the 13th, 2013. I'll let Greg introduce it. I uh, put together a hastily made um, barbecue pitmasters TV show roundtable with the first two people that have made it into the finals: Dave Bosco, Butcher Barbecue, and Lene Oxley from Sugars Barbecue. Thank you guys for uh, joining me here on the show tonight. Uh, Dave, we'll start with you since you won a couple weeks ago. Moving on to the finals. All right. Uh, so, Dave, um, looking at uh, this going into this final round, I mean, obviously you want to get here, but uh, I mean, how satisfying is it for you? I don't know. We're talking. This is all in the past already. But I mean, how satisfying is it for you to watch this past weekend or uh, two weeks ago and, and see yourself getting moved on to that final round? I was real excited. Um, we get to see the show the same time everybody else does. You never know how they're going to portray you or anybody else that you're cooking with. I'm just glad to mm. see them keep everything um, very professional because um, there's things that happen in these shows that. I think that would make good TV, and they're just not putting in it. So, hey, kudos to them. You know, I had uh, Meathead on a little bit ago, and he said, you know, they're trying to show the things that he thinks might be most entertaining as far as the television experience aspect or a visual experience aspect for the for the watcher. Do you uh, kind of side with that agreement with what you're seeing left out of it? Um, yes and no. There's things that's left out that would have been more exciting for television that is left out of it because it did take some of the cooks down just a little bit. 
There's been pit fires from other cooks. There's been people drop their food. There's been things like that that happen that, that's not coming out on the television. So they're still keeping it to where, oh, how can I say, it still looks like pit masters, and they're the best pit masters possible. Uh, Lene Oxley from Sugar's Barbecue. Uh, obviously, you know, similar to Dave, you obviously wanted to win this thing. That's why you started in the first place. But seeing yourself uh, being able to move on into the final round this past weekend, I mean, how satisfying is it for you uh, to be able to, to go up against uh, the teams that you have and kind of advance to this final round now? It's been it's been amazing. I mean, it, we you know Corey and I when we got together and, and sent this audition tape in in January, uh, middle of the winter time, uh, we had no idea how far we would go with this thing. You know, it was about it was about going in there and taking a chance and having fun and traveling across the country wherever it was they sent us the first time around, um, and meeting some great teams and uh, and and just and just doing what we do weekend in and weekend out, but in a different format. You know. Uh, knowing where we needed to be, but not knowing what we were cooking or who we were cooking against, and uh, and being put in that position. But you know, if you took the cameras away and the microphones away uh, and the producers away, I mean, it was a contest, and that's what we did. And um, we just sort of worked our program as best we could, and we figured it out. I had a great communication style, so uh, it, so so it was incredibly satisfying. And of course, each time they play a repeat, which is often. You know, my phone goes bonkers and my Facebook page goes bonkers and all the rest of it. It's 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 been incredible. You know, when I had Dave on the first time talking about his uh, local win, Lene, he had said that you know it's it's even more of a pressure cooker competition that he's used to. Would you say, you know, given your experience over competitions where you don't have all of this stuff, uh, is it amped up a little bit more given the stakes and you know all these other things that you have to contend with that you wouldn't normally on a weekend? Absolutely, hundred percent. You know, I've said before that. Um, you know, it's like a regular contest, this sort of, and, and, and only it's two meets, but uh, but then you're mic'd up, and then you have a producer asking you questions every 30 seconds, and so uh, wanting you to talk your way through the entire thing. Why did you do this? I noticed you did this, and uh, putting your meat on the cooker several times, and putting wood in the cooker several times, and talking about things, and, and, it, and it gets you just kind of knocked off your game, you know. <clears throat> uh, by and large, when I'm competing, I'm generally kind of quiet. I, I generally compete by myself or with one other person, so I'm not used to talking so much, and uh, this is a whole different thing. I mean, the cameras didn't bother me per se. Uh, that was fine. They were going to make me look the way that they made me look, and that was fine. But, uh, but yeah, definitely pressure cooker. I mean, um, uh, I agree 100%. It was definitely uh, very out of your element, although very familiar at the same time. Dave, I've seen you operate at competitions. And, I mean, obviously when you're here on the show as a guest, you're talking because, you know, I need you on here to talk. Uh, you know, but when I was observing you down in Miami, Oklahoma in March, I mean, you kind of struck me as a person that might kind of keep to yourself uh, during that competition process, especially when it counts. I mean, what kind of a transition or a, uh, a ramp up time is it for you to get used to those people that are around you if that's not something that you're used to? Well, yeah, I do keep to myself during the competition because it's a competition. But we signed on knowing what we're getting into, and you have to make good TV, or you're not going to need TV time. You're not going to be on there. And, and heck, I did it for myself, the family, the, the kids. The grandkids are having a great time seeing uh, Mimi <laughs> on television. And so it's been fun. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say I opened up a little bit more for TV. Absolutely. When you had your, uh, your semifinal cook, Dave, uh, when you saw what was in the cooler, 
Uh, I know you were very comfortable with what was there that uh, opening round, but going into the second round, were you just as comfortable seeing what was available to you? Yeah, well, obviously, other than the Buffalo, I, I had literally never cooked Buffalo before, but it's nothing that's stupid. It wasn't something exotic like ostrich or rattlesnake or anything like that, but I would say that, yeah, I, it, a ham is a ham. I, I cook dozens and hundreds of pounds a week of them, so I know what a ham is, and uh, the buffalo, it was just a matter of, of getting it cooked, so I wasn't worried about it. What about you, Lene? I mean, you seemed on camera to be pretty pumped up about what you had in the cooler. Was there any trepidation at all when you opened it up and saw what you had to work with? No, not at all. I mean, you know, from the get-go, we did our as much research as we could, tried to be as prepared as we could, uh, taking an arsenal of rubs and, and, you know, sauces and ingredients and things like that, you know, way more than we really needed. And just on the lark that we'd get something like meatloaf. And, um, and it's true to form. I don't travel to a contest without at least a couple packs of bacon in my, my, uh, my coolers. It's just something I always have. It's something that was taught to me a long, long time ago. You never know when you can use it or not. Uh, sometimes I'd put it on my brisket uh, for a couple hours and, and take it off, and, and sometimes I'd use it for other things. So, um, so it was just natural to, you know, for me to, 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 to utilize that in the meatloaf and take that meatloaf up a notch. I mean, you know, Jeff uh, Vanderlini and, 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 and uh, uh, Rob are, are amazing, amazing cooks, uh, and, and they weren't going to let anything slide. So the pressure was on. Um, pork shoulder, I've cooked a dozen times. That's not a big deal. Um, although it was definitely a challenge. It, it, I think everyone's temperature got away from them that day. Uh, what they didn't show on the TV was that they, you know, they had us in front of those coolers uh, for quite a while, uh, is filming just the right sequence of events for us to open those coolers. Well, at the same time, we had our uh, our pits going. Uh, climbing, all of our pits were climbing. Uh, we were looking back and back and back, and, and we had to actually take a break to go, uh, you know, uh, control the pits. Um, and uh, and I think that's when Jeff kind of realized that his pit pit, his pit got away with him, away with it. And uh, I've never used a CTO before, but um, but apparently they're they're you know they're you know with electricity they don't like they don't like it very much. So, um, they, but it was definitely uh, you know we were prepared, and that was the the main thing. Um, for anything so uh but i was excited open there and see that that rinky dinky little silly grinder and all that meat chunks it was perfect i knew exactly what we had were you surprised that the other two didn't seem to really have a grasp on you know meatloaf when it comes to barbecue pits i thought that was like a a very common thing to learn and, and do what just even in the basic barbecue stuff i thought it was too find out what they had to say about meatloaf two of my favorite guests right there getting together Lene and Dave, I'm telling you, two fantastic human beings. And it continues my theory that no one in barbecue is more than six degrees removed from Dave Bosca. So my game is the six degrees of David Bosca, or Bosca's Law. If you don't know what that means, and you want to know what that means, let me know and I'll let you know what that means. Shoot me an email anytime, John, J-O-N, John, at thebbqcentralshow.com. Love to hear from you, good, bad, or indifferent. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, like I said, I'm John Solberg, and you know I look forward to talking to you again soon.